You're listening to Two Tape Decks and a Mixing Board, a podcast about life through the lens of music. B-Sides. Random thoughts, musings, and outtakes from the creative minds that bring you two tape decks and a mixing board. All right, Sam, so my B-side for you, it's kind of a supernatural one. We're going to kind of dork out, get a little mythical in this one. Okay. I'm excited by that. You've got to choose your fate here. Um, there, there are two supernatural creatures who are notoriously rivals and hate each other. And I feel like it, it would be an interesting discussion to talk about whether you would choose to be a vampire or a werewolf if you were in some kind of true blood scenario. <laughs> okay. Let, let me just give you, I guess, the pros and cons of each. I guess the, everybody knows a vampire can't go out in the sunlight. A werewolf can. Sure. A, va- a vampire will live forever. A werewolf does is not immortal. I did not know that. I had to look it up. I, I, I Googled it, and Google said werewolves aren't real. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, that's true. Uh, that's you know, as far as we know, we they're imaginary. But that's part of the fun of a B side. Yeah, obviously, vampires drink the blood of the living. I think werewolves just eat stuff. I don't really think they're blood drinkers, but they're, I mean, they're both predators. They both can be killed by a silver bullet. I was, I think, I think, I think a vampire can be killed. We know there's a stake through the heart, but I think silver is actually a deterrent to them. So like in this, in this uh, alternate world where you've got to choose to be one or the other, where do you think you're, you're going to put your money down if you had to choose one? I mean, you don't have a choice. Uh, I think that I would probably have to choose vampire. Um, I think that really you know, given, yeah, I think you know, you know, I'm thinking like this is a vampire that exists in like an Anne Rice type world. Okay, so like a sexy vampire. Well, sure, and like you know, I, I think it's. I would like to combine that with like what they did with the, uh, um, was it the uh, Twilight films where like they sparkle. Edward, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, where they don't try to kill humans, they they get blood right. from. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it gets it gets pretty weird when you talk about the politics of being a vampire. But you know, I, I think you know, I think the idea of being a vampire and, and living forever has its enticement. I guess more than like you know, changing into like like when I think of like werewolf, I'm thinking of like an American werewolf in London, where like it's this grotesque creature. And whenever there's a full moon, you change into that. And like, if you know, if if we're talking, if if we're talking like Teen Wolf, werewolf scenario, that might be the way to go. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, here's the thing. I think it it depends on the transformation. Obviously, a vampire is always a vampire. There's no transformation. I don't like the Harry Potter that when they transform into a werewolf, it's completely involuntary. They're all going into spasms. I have enough muscle <laughs> spasms as it is. I don't need the, I don't need a, a werewolf. I, there's, there's something about the werewolf that appeals to me because it's kind of wild, kind of a biker, like on true blood. And you don't have to deal with immortality. I think immortality would be a burden after a while, but I think, sure. I think, I think once again, I think I'm going to have to go back to vampire with you. I don't like the fact that you may not have control over your transformation. That really bothers me because maybe you're at a dinner party, maybe you're at a movie, 
and suddenly you 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 feel the hair on your neck start prickling. I just think that could get real socially awkward. If you're a vampire, everybody knows you're a vampire. They just don't come over to J Max's house till after sunset. It, and, right, and he'll right. have he'll have some kind of synthetic blood he can sip on. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not a fan of the werewolf that much. Also, I think the werewolf would be inherently dirty and stinky. I think the vampire would probably be pretty smooth and clean. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you could also argue if you are a vampire, maybe you like that smell and that dirty, stinky clean. It becomes like your new, you know, like favorite thing. And if you're one of them, you don't worry about that. But, you know, if I was going to take that thought that I mentioned a little bit earlier about if it was it, like if we're talking about like a Teen Wolf scenario where, you know, Michael J. Fox turns into a werewolf and suddenly he's an amazing basketball player. Yeah. And the star of a school that has, that's enticing, at least with being a werewolf. You know, it would only happen sometimes. I'm pretty sure like when you're a vampire, you would always want to drink blood. So, I mean, that has its own burden to bear, too. Yeah, that could be that could be awkward too. Just like the vampire, just like the werewolf. If you're a vampire and you're like at a social gathering and suddenly you get the bloodlust, maybe some some particularly juicy, delectable piece of man flesh walks in, uh, and you're just or female flesh. I mean, I just not really. I wouldn't discriminate, but I think that could be awkward when you start like you getting to start getting the chills and your eyes start getting all big and people are like, oh, J Mac, he he wants to. He wants to bite that person over there. That could that could be just as awkward as having a transformation. You know what I'm saying? That it's something I'm glad I don't have to worry about, Sam Wade. Well, you know, I think I would have to agree with that too. I mean, can if you had to live in a world where these things existed, you know, I think that that would be a pretty weird world. And you know, but it's pretty weird as it is. So I'm kind of glad that we don't have that as like an option we have to worry about. At least me as far as we know, too. Yeah, I mean, we really don't know. I mean. I had a neighbor who used to, uh, he was a Sicilian guy. And I guess, I think he was some kind of Italian legend or something. He was totally believed there were vampires. And of course his wife made fun of him, but, and he tried to convince me. I'm like, you know, I'm listening, but I, I, I'm not buying what you're selling, but I could, I could be wrong. I, I could stand corrected. I've seen some people in new Orleans that look like they could be vampires. And I know that's a big thing down there. Like walking around the French quarter, you know, especially when you go to like, uh, what's that? There's a there's a restaurant over there in the in the French Quarter, and I can't recall the name of it. I know what it's called. It's called uh, Muriel's, and Muriel's is right off of Jackson Square, kind of catty corner to it. And they have a séance room upstairs. Ooh. Ooh. Like before you get to the séance room, when you walk into this, it's you know it's like a, it's like a restaurant and a bar. It's 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 pretty cool, and since it's really like old historic building, like right down there in the French Quarter. And you first walk in underneath the staircase. There's this place where they set a table every night with food for like the ghost that lives there, which is you know creepy cool. It is New Orleans. It's this kind of like this you know this this place where like voodoo mysteries. And you go upstairs. And it's this, they have this whole room dedicated to this seance room. And there's like a, a, a sarcophagus in there and a big throne you can sit in and like all of these crazy decorations. And it's lit with like this red light and it's super mysterious and creepy. So you're saying you've seen like vampirish people hanging out around places like that? Have you been to New Orleans? No, but I, I will tell you this: I haven't seen any any vampires in St. Charles County, but I guarantee you there's werewolves. <laughs> there's a lot of hairy rednecks out here. I think that'd be a real easy way to. I and mean, I love rednecks. It's not. I'm not disparaging. They would call themselves rednecks, but I, I think it would be easier to disguise yourself as if you were a werewolf in St. Charles than a vampire. I, I get behind that. 
Nolans would be where I would go if I was trying to be, like hide as a vampire. Yeah, there's some there's some people down there that you know they they give off an air of mystery and you know if whether they're uh, they've created that for themselves or they actually are that way. I can't deny that I've I've seen some creepy things down there. Well, you know, up in Mid Mid Rivers Mall, there are some white pasty kids wearing black. So I don't. I, maybe I maybe I'm totally <laughs> off base. <laughs> <laughs>